Welcome to Season 2, Episode 62 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are very glad you're joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Creative Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services to independent authors and creative professionals like us, including valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching. You can find out more with the link and QR code in the show notes. Keith and I have also published several fiction, sci-fi, fantasy, and nonfiction books. This coming week, this upcoming week, we're opening a Shopify website where you can preview and purchase our books outside of Amazon. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard-Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Good to be here once again. Okay. As we record this podcast on Saturday, September 30th, in the morning, the MAGA Republicans in the House of Representatives are preparing to shut down the entire United States government because they have added outrageous and cruel amendments to the appropriation bills they should have passed months ago. For example, they want to end support for Ukraine, greatly reduce Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid, snap food programs, agricultural assistance, and reduce the salary of the Secretary of Defense to $1 a year. They know that these amendments would never pass in the Senate or be signed by President Biden. Of course, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is trying to blame the impending shutdown on President Biden, saying the shutdown wouldn't happen if Biden would just meet with him. McCarthy conveniently forgets that these budget numbers were already agreed to last spring when he and Biden did meet and agree to the amount of funding for the next two fiscal years in order to avert a debt ceiling crisis. Now McCarthy is reneging on that agreement because the MAGA House members and Donald Trump are telling him to do so. Trump also wants the House to shut down the entire government until and unless the 91 criminal charges against him are dropped. Dude, that's not how it works. <laughs> the last time the government was shut down was in December, December 2018 through January 2019 under Trump because Trump demanded that the government give him all the funding for the Mexican border wall that he wanted, even though he promised when he was campaigning that Mexico would pay for the wall. Another promise broken. Office of Management and Budget, OMB Director Shalanda Young, who directed the negotiations for the debt ceiling, has rightfully and forcefully put this entire situation in the hands of McCarthy, reminding him that the budget deal he agreed to was supposed to last for two years. So what what will happen when the government shuts down at 11.59 p.m. on Saturday night? And before we go into what will happen, I want to remind our listeners that at this time, they still might be able to pull a rabbit out of the hat, but probably not. So if they manage not to shut down the government, this is what will happen if the government does shut down. And and we want to show you that the Republicans could care less. So Keith, 
What what are some of the impacts of government services that will affect millions, I should say tens of millions of Americans? Well, one is uh, one, one million federal workers will... 2.1. 2.1, I'm sorry. 2.1 million federal workers will be furloughed, not receiving paychecks until the shutdown is over when they will receive their back pay. The 4 million people who are federal contract workers are not eligible for back pay. Constitutionally, members of Congress will still receive their paychecks. But the people who clean their offices, serve their food in the Capitol building, cafeteria, and other low-wage workers do not qualify for back pay. It's amazing how these guys, they always, they're always covered. Right. When they're talking with the same guys who voted against health care. Right. They have full health care. They have not only health care, they have the best health care in the country. In the country, right. But they, they try to deny everybody else. And now right. they're making sure they could care less if nobody else get paid because they get paid. Right. Some Congress people are trying to move their staffs to the essential worker category to ensure they will still be paid. But those model Republicans shutting down the government could care less about the millions of people whose pay will be delayed or erased during the shutdown. Also, nutrition and food assistance programs will be paused. And think about this when you think about nutrition and food assistance programs being paused, is that just, let's just say breakfast, lunch, and dinner will be paused. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's not just this. This is what that means to people who are on, or who are paycheck to paycheck, who are just getting by. When their check gets paused, their food gets paused. Right. They can't go get any food. Right. And this morning um, on the news, the, the uh, gentleman who's in charge of federal employee assistance has said already almost uh, almost 10,000 people have applied for food assistance because they miss one paycheck they can't not, not only cannot can't pay their bills they can't buy food for their families food, and they right. and the and the mega republicans could care less right and and so and like we say nutrition so nutrition and food assistance programs will be paused the department of agriculture runs the supplemental food assistance program also known as snap and the women infants and children program uh WIC they pro those programs estimate that nearly 7 million people will lose access during the shutdown, the WIC program was started by the Black Panthers in the 1960s. People forget that. Yeah, yeah, they do. They, they, right, everybody always thinks about the fists in the air and, and, and the rifles, but they one of their most successful programs was providing food for kids for breakfast programs. Right. And, for, and, and, they, call, and they named it the Women, Infants, right, and Children right, program. Right. They, they named it WIC. Mm-hmm. And although some states can use their own funds to continue those programs, those operations are not guaranteed nationwide. Again, the MAGA Republicans do not care that tens of millions of Americans will go hungry because that's why starters they because that's not who they represent. Right. But that's actually that's not true. They they that's not who they go to bat for. Right. They go to bat for the millionaires and billionaires. But unfortunately, there are still a number of low income white people. Right. You know, in, in certain areas who are MAGA to the bone. Right. Even though these programs. I, you would hope might this might open their eyes, but some of them are so dyed in the wool. Right. But many of them, they benefit from these programs. They make it look like people of color right. are the ones that benefit most. It's not. Right. It's, right. Uh, and 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 in Congress over the last couple of days, several Democratic representatives have literally read the names and the numbers of people who will be affected in these MAGA Republicans districts, and and it's tens of thousands. For, uh, for each of the districts that these people represent, like you said, they aren't they, they they technically represent those people, but they technically only work for millionaires, millionaires and billionaires, and they technically do not care about right, those right. constituents that they have. Do you want to do head start? Or? Yeah, I'll do. I'll do a, a head start. 
has been around since the 60s and is one of the programs that the Republicans hate and that the um, conservatives hate because it helps uh, education of three and four year olds across the country. And it is being expanded. Well, the Democrats are trying to expand it because it has been known for several decades that early childhood education is the most important. People learn more in their lives between the ages of zero and five, then they learn the rest of their life, no matter how much they study. Uh, just think about when a baby is born, it knows nothing. And think of everything that they learn how to do by age five. And so when you can provide early childhood education for ages three and four, but even before they get to kindergarten, that is so uh, monumental in, in their education. But of course, because it helps regular people and lower income people the most, of course, the Republicans are against it. My mother done, uh, did, did Head Start. For right, right, right. And the Head Start programs are, are the funds come from the federal government, but they are run by churches and community centers right. and, and, and schools, things like that. And that funding will be cut off. So mm-hmm. not, only the, not only will the children not receive that education, but then the people who own those clinics or work in those clinics, they're out of jobs at the same time. So um, not only Head Start for the three and four-year-olds, but Meals on Wheels, which with volunteers brings food to elderly people. And if you've ever seen anything, sometimes uh, that's for really for elderly and uh, low-income people who have almost no money, all they live on their, is on their Social Security, not only is that often the only meal they have for the day, but that's the only person they mm-hmm. see for the day. And they, well, when, when the... Uh, 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 when the Meals on Wheels volunteers show up at their house, they're almost in tears, not only for the food, but to actually see someone else. A lot of these people are widows and widowers. They live by themselves, and they can't get out they're and about. Shut-ins. They're shut-ins. And they're shut-ins. And so, again, these programs are, quote-unquote, liberal programs, started during the Great Society um, of LBJ, and a quick reminder that Tim Scott, the senator, the, the senator from South Carolina who's running for president, said that black people suffered more during the Great Society than they suffered during slavery. And I mention that because this is the mindset of these Republicans. So, so the head start. Then the national parks, visitors centers, campgrounds, research facilities, and even museums will be closed again because they can they can last for maybe a few weeks. But then their funding runs out. So, and and the people that work there who are federal employees will have to come to work without being paid. And so those will stay open for a few. But so just think about all the people who like just on vacation, if they have the money and they're not federal employees with no money, like to visit these places, go to campgrounds. Here it is the fall and it'll just be warm for a few more weeks for people to go camping. And all of the museums, including the ones in Washington, D.C., such as the um, African American History Museum that, you know, that's owned by the Smithsonian, everything that dismisses all the museums that the Smithsonian has, all of those will be closed. And federal police and federal firefighters will not be paid, even though they are, are of course, expected to show up for work. So uh, it's totally unforgivable. And then when you get to, then also we get to Medicare. Medicare. Well, back first of all, the thing about federal police. Just emphasizing again, the Republicans used to be the ones that were always all about the police and right. the military. Mm-hmm. They, that this is, these are the ones that this is supposed to be their their group. The back and now they are the ones who are the most gutting it. 
Right, gutting right. Aid military gutting aid to the police couldn't care if they, get, if they get paid. But when we get to Medicare, Medicaid, and CHIP, these are the ones they've always never cared. About. Right, they right. They never wanted Medicare, Medicaid, uh, and CHIP, which is a children's health insurance program, uh, has enough money to continue operations for about three months. But many of the clinics that support these programs may have to reduce services, services or completely shut down. Again, and putting I, people out of work. Out of work, in the end. Uh, and that was, as I said before, Medicare, Medicaid, when it comes to police and military, they've all, this is, it's, it's, it's stunning because it's a complete turnaround for who they've always said they'll support. Right. But, but Medicare, Medicaid, they, and the, they view this, all, they've always said this was handouts. Right, right, right. Handouts or entitlements. Had entitlements. And when you had President Reagan, I mean, he really promoted the image the so-called, like this with John Wayne image of the self-sufficient, right? Self-sufficient, right. self-sufficient, and you know the cow, cowboy on the on the horse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and the farmer taking care, even though they get the biggest subsidies of anybody, right? Right? That's right? I mean, it's all a myth. It's, it's all a myth. It's all a myth, and it goes. And if you if you listen to or read uh, Professor Heather Cox Richardson, she's on Facebook and she's on Substack, and she, her her daily newsletters go back in history because she's a history professor at Boston College. We go back in history right after the Civil War. It was the same thing. They were against social programs, even programs that would build roads because they called that a misappropriation of, of funding. The rich people did not want to pay for these social programs because it, they would um, help the poor people, not realizing that they are on roads too. They use roads too. And this is the exact same thing. The, before we go to our um, break, this is the same thing. The Republicans are screaming about uh, uh, reducing funding. First of all, they scream about the border and yet not realizing that the border control police, they will also be furloughed or have to work without pay. The very people who are watching the border that they scream about are federal employees. Okay. And Medicare and Medicaid, Medicare came first. And, and again, it was part of the first, the great society. And Medicare, like Social Security, is not an entitlement. Working people pay a tax that goes into Social Security and Medicare with every single paycheck from their very first job when they were 15 or 16 up until the time they retire. So that is, those are insurance programs that they have paid the premiums for, for decades, decades. Medicaid is for those people who are low income. And all these so-called super Christians keep forgetting that Jesus said the poor will always be with us. And you're supposed to take care of the poor. And so they complete, com- conveniently forget about that. And the same thing with the children's health insurance program. Oh, oh, only people who can afford private insurance are supposed to get it. And those who cannot, just too bad, just go die. Well, the thing of it is, is, they really don't, they they don't want equality, right? And that's the thing. That, and they're, they're this, they've coming they're coming closer now, and they have a long time of openly saying that. right. For a long time, they wouldn't openly say that. But the the folks who are pay, all, who are paying their bills, basically, all the guys who are running around the halls in Congress, uh, pay, you know, giving the money and, give, and giving all these money, financial contributions, they're because if it's a fair, if it's a fair and balanced society, that does not benefit them. I think right. they're going to go into break. But that's what it really boils down to. Exactly. They want these come because equal society 
with equal access to education and health care. I mean, that does not benefit. Them. Right, right, right. Because those people might get too, too well, meaning, meaning not sick and too educated to realize right. that they don't want to vote for these programs that the Republicans are putting right. out. And they right. know that. And the Republicans know that. They know that. And so we're going to come back to our more negative effects of, of the show after this word from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services to independent authors and creative professionals just like us, including e- valuable ebooks, online training, and small group coaching. Again, you can find out more with the link and the QR code shown in the, in, in the show notes. And Keith and I have also published several fiction, sci-fi, fantasy, and nonfiction books. And just a quick reminder, look for it this week for our new Shopify website to open where you can preview and purchase our books outside of Amazon. And as a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and St- TuneIn. And now back to the podcast. Number five, Keith. Yeah, one, I mentioned before a little bit about how the uh, Republicans and right wing said always said that uh, the military and police mm-hmm. were they always stood up for them and constituent. Now they're abandoning them, and this is a perfect example of that 1.3 active duty military. One point three million. That's what I said. I no, no, I, I forgot to put the million in. Oh, one, no, one, I said yeah, 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 1.3 million, million. Active, active duty military members would have to continue to work, but will, once again will not be paid. 200,000 civilian workers in the Pentagon would also be required to work without pay. This shutdown would also affect those service members scheduled to move to a new assignment because that travel would be halted during a shutdown. And what does that do to our military readiness that the Republicans are so, are so busy might, complaining about? They about military readiness mm-hmm. and how important that is. But if they don't care about the veteran services, they don't care about the money that they need to survive, whether mm-hmm. or not they get paid during this. And it's hopefully that's trickling down to those people where they see that. Right. The military sees that who is re- who really has their back. Right. Because it's very clear mm-hmm. it's not the Republicans who have their back. Exactly. All. Exactly. And when you think about them, you know, the, we have an all volunteer military. So these people signed up for this. And as it is, a lot of the military aren't even get, getting paid that much. No, a, a lot of them have to go to our food banks themselves. A lot of them need rental insurance, even for the housing that is, that is given to them by the military. It's, it's not that great. A lot of them have to move a lot because they're, they they go from base to base to base. And so that stopped, right? That stopped. Full stop. The, the military grocery stores around the world, and especially the ones that are not in the U.S., will continue to operate for a few months until they run out of, out of money. And so how is this taking care of our military? How is this, what is this doing for our military readiness? Nothing but damaging it. And they do not care. I also think it's important. You know, it's, it's interesting to me, and we'll see how this plays out, how long this goes. Like you said, there could be a Hail Mary, although it doesn't look likely. But it's interesting to me that the Republicans have not considered the possibility of a backlash. Right. All these services are in their backyard. It's not like there's only military in blue states. Right. And, and, and Mitch, Mitch McConnell, uh, Mitch McConnell has said this. He, because, because as we all know, and as we talk about on, on our Substack all the time, all financial bills, anything doing with, doing with finances in the uh, United States has to come from the House first. Mm-hmm. That's in the Constitution. And so the Senate can pass its own bill, which it's been trying to do, but it has to be passed by the House. And so the Senate can make their own bill and then give it to the House. But if the House doesn't pass it, right. pass it, then there is no bill. 
And that's in the Constitution. And so even Mitch McConnell and, and some of the other Republicans are saying, this does not make sense. It's not going to help. It only hurts. And something the funny that came up this morning on the, on the TV is that right now, the state of Virginia is in an election cycle. The Republican governor, go, governor is trying to flip the Georgia legislature from blue to red. Well, how is that working? Because they're voting right now. And so how is that working out for you? When the people who are voting are seeing what the Republicans are doing to them. And especially look at Northern Virginia, that is that all those people work for the federal government. That's right. That's right. They do. And so, That's right. <clears throat> oh, so these, um, oh, also during the shutdown, t- talking about other negative effects, there's going to be no resources for federal agents agencies to continue participating in federal, state, and local task forces. If you watch TV at all, those those Law and Order and, and police shows, many many times the the federal, the feds, the state, and the local police work together on a task force, especially and they're working on things like human trafficking, disrupting terrorist organizations, well, foreign terrorist organizations, and hopefully some domestic, and to crack down on drug violence. They often you know work together. All of that will be over because there there won't be any federal part to it. And then oh. We all we we just recently got some travel insurance because we're planning to go to our every other year trip to California to visit family, and we're supposed to do that the third week of October, mm-hmm. and so we're thinking if they, if if it's still a shutdown, the TSA agents who work at the at the airport and the air traffic controllers they have to uh, continue to go to work but without pay. And what happened with the last, lo- the lo- the last longest shutdown in American history under Trump, the people at the TSA agents, for example, worked for a while, but then they started calling in sick, which made the lines even longer. And one of the reasons they probably called in sick, not only were they mad that they weren't getting paid, but if you're not getting a paycheck, how do you pay for gas to get to work? They don't even think about that. So, um, go ahead, keep, keep, tell us what, what happens when, well, what the, yeah, what the people, what the even even current potential continuing resolution. I'm sorry. What the people, what the people are trying to shut down. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But what the people? Well, we were talking about what Pam was just starting to say. What the people who are trying to shut down the government can, do not realize is that a majority of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, and we mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. And missing one or two pay, paychecks or more is financially devastating for those expected to work without pay anyway. Where's the money going to come from mm-hmm. to buy gas, as you were just right. saying? Mm-hmm. And the thing about that is, is that, like, again, like most, it, this is most people. And those, those folks who are in Congress, they don't, many of them are too far divorced from that. Right, they right. Don't see that. right, right. Yeah, and unless unless they, or like some of our local congressmen who, are, who spend a lot of time with their constituents. Right, right. You know, who come from that sort of background, who understand that the jobs, these people, they're not able to put on your tons of savings, bills, buy buy stocks, whatever it is right, that you've right. got. I mean, they're, they, as, as long as they're working, they're okay. Right, and, and, it's, and it's funny because Maxwell Alejandro Frost, the, 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 Gen, yeah. the Gen Z congressman from, from Florida, he had trouble once he was elected getting an apartment in Washington D.C. because when he was working as a community organizer, his money was really low. His credit his credit rating was whack, and so it took him 
a month or two to be able to get an apartment in Washington, D.C. And the same thing happened to Alexandria Cortez. Right. Same thing thing happened. She had to live with friends for a couple of years. She She was a waitress before she went to Congress. She's the youngest ever elected. Mm -hmm. But also it's important, again, to realize. Until Maxwell Frost. Mm -hmm. Right. Until, right. But she Mm -hmm. she was first, though. Right, right. And I think that it's important, again, to point out because... Representatives like this, not just because they're young, which is great to get young blood, mm-hmm. but also because they they they're not all lawyers, right? You know, they're not all coming, you know, because we can't keep having these folks like Mitt Romney, whoever with his tons of money, <laughs> right, or come from a stock background. You need some people who know what people are actually right. Going and through. these people who are coming into Congress, who are newly elected. They're like everybody else. They start work, but they don't get a paycheck for several weeks. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> so right. so right. they understand right. what it's like to have to go to work, uh, pay their bills, get a place to live, buy food before they've even gotten paid. Right. So they know what it's like to go without a paycheck. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And then and then also moving on, so even current potential continuing resolution bills known as CRs are in danger because the House won't pass one without their dangerous amendments. And the Senate needs 60 votes. As of today, the Senate has only 49 The Democratic votes. Senate, I should Democratic say. Democratic Senate, right, has only 49 votes because of the death of Senator Dianne Feinstein on Thursday night and because Senator Deputy Stabenow has COVID and is absent. Senator Paul Rand Paul said he Republican will, Senator. Right. Will, said he will not vote for any bill that contains funding for the Ukraine. And we talk about bills that may affect, because I know also even in, there's some projects right here in Wayne County that right. are threatened. Because mm-hmm. and that we will not get money back for it. right because if it goes through there there are some I can't remember the specific one but there's one I was looking at just the other day but the funding that we were expecting right that if if this does go all the way through it'll come back to me but any but anyway but if, if this shutdown shutdown goes through but this millions of dollars right that we, that Wayne County is expecting to do projects that we really needed and, and that will and that now is gone. Period. Because it, because it won't come back once right. it's gone, and and if it starts again, the time that the time between when it stopped and when it starts, that money is gone. Right. And it's the same for the public schools. Public schools, a lot of the programs run by the public schools, which of course the Republicans want to eliminate. Those are those are federally funded. Right. And right. so not only will those programs either you know be put on hold or paused or cut off together, that means the employees, the public school employees who run those programs, their salaries are funded by that federal money. And so a lot of people don't realize the detail, the devil's in the details. They don't realize that the details of what a government shutdown does. And and so we're hopefully, well, it's, it's not going to, I doubt it's going to happen because it would have to, number one, the House would first have to pass their bill by today and then it has to go to the Senate and the Senate really won't have time to vote on it until at least Monday. Right. So the, the chances of, of no government shutdown are zero to zero right. to uh, zero, none, zero to it. none. And a very short talk about a very short, yeah, a very short shutdown of a week or two would not affect the overall economy very much. But a longer shutdown could potentially cause a recession, which is exactly what the Republicans want for the 2024 election. I say it's what they say they want because I mm-hmm. because if this pans I, because if this pans out. No, no, they do want it because again, they don't care what the recession does, but they want it because the economy is. What I'm saying, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, yes, that's what they're saying. But what I'm saying is that again, as in other things, they're not paying attention. Right. What they're truck counting on is that we autom- that automatically 
recession hits, and that and that pings to the Democrats, right? Because and and will cause Biden trouble. That's what they're, they're trying, what to, they're do, trying right. to do, right? I'm saying, I'm saying, I don't. That there's a good chance that's not going to work. Well, hopefully, it doesn't work. But we've been saying during this whole pocket, the Republicans don't care. They yeah. don't care who a recession hurts, as long as what they think will happen, it will hurt Biden, because Biden and the Democrats have improved the economy so much that that one of their right. talking points of a bad economy. And and high inflation isn't working, so maybe you're reshaped. That's what they hope. That's what I'm saying. That's what they hope. I, th- mm-hmm. I think I think there's a there's a bit better than even chance they may not get it because I think even as, as sometimes as poorly as the media has done a, a reporting all this, mm-hmm. I think it's it's fairly clear right who's behind this because right. Republicans aren't hiding it. Right, right. You know, I mean, they're they're not saying we don't know how this happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. they are clearly saying they want a shutdown. Right, and they're clearly saying the reasons for the shutdown. As long as they keep that up, right. I mean, and granted, people people who have short memory, but we're getting pretty close to the election now. Right, so they keep right. saying mm-hmm. this is why you're why you're not getting paid. Right, and this right. is why you can't get food. That's all you have to do. Keep them on the defensive. It's like, okay, go out there and defend it. And when you keep and go, they've already tried to pivot. Right, you know, they've already tried to pivot a couple of times because they realize people that it's not working. The reason they're giving it not work. Basically, what this situation is showing the American people is that. Like you say, Republicans don't care about everyday Americans, and I think it's also who's funding them. They don't care who they hurt or who may suffer. All they want is to force their extreme minority agenda on everyone else because they realize this is their last chance. It doesn't happen in 2024. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Basically. Right. So whether the shutdown happens or not, whether it's a long or short shutdown, this is what's going to happen with the government shutdown. And actually this happens with all government shutdowns. But when you look at the statistics, the one by Trump in 2018, 2019 was the longest in history. And it was only, now it was a partial shutdown. It wasn't a full shutdown. But it was only because Trump wanted what he wanted. He again, he could care what happened to everybody else. He could care that he could care less that he broke his promise that Mexico would pay for his stupid wall and and shut down part part of the government because of this. This is a total government shutdown. And no, well, no it has happened, but uh, the longest one was about seventeen days. And again, when was this, this was I think it was during the not the Reagan the on Clinton's administration. But this is when Clinton had there was a Republican House and a Republican Senate, and so they did this again, again. And so we'll keep up with it during our today and three uh, posts every day, Monday through Friday. But so, for, but for right now, because we're getting it to the end, this is all for this week. And then we quick reminder that when you upgrade your Substack subscription to a paid level, you really help to, to support us financially. You will also benefit us by visiting our website to see what we can offer you with our valuable products, services, and books in the Branding and Marketing Academy. Check the show notes for links and QR codes. Thanks, and we will be back next week. Yep, see you next week.